How's it going, everyone? Uh, it's Will, and uh, you're hearing me in the beginning, so obviously something didn't go right at the beginning of the show. Uh, the first two-ish minutes, uh, Gino's mic was uh, was spiking, and it was making this really awful noise. So uh, I'm not going to have you guys listen to it. If you were live with us, you heard it. But uh, yeah, this episode we were talking about uh, head coaches that you know should get fired and just you know, discussing and debating uh, the different head coaches. And it was me, Gino, and we had the head coach of the freshman football team at Weymouth, Sean Wally. So that was great to, to have him on. He was awesome. Uh, and yeah, I'm sure he'll he'll be on our Instagram when we, when we post this. So uh, yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'm going to pick it up right where we, we found out that the mic wasn't working. So enjoy. So we're just gonna we're gonna huddle around the little mic right here, and it, it, it'll pick up all of us. But yeah, sorry about that. The we'll figure out the the audio episode or the audio technical difficulties next time. So we'll roll one mic for the rest of this. So Sean, uh, Matt Matt Nagy, you know, is first of all, do you think he's gonna get fired? And if he gets fired, I guess I mean, who who would be a good replacement? Um, as far as a replacement, I'm not. Not too sure who would be a good replacement because that's a tough situation in Chicago. Um, I think they they baited on Justin Fields being a lot better than he has been playing, <laughs> and I think it's a little um, unfair to put him on the hot seat with a rookie quarterback. But you know the Chicago Bears haven't been doing much for the last couple of years, so so the yeah. the one thing I will say they had their right tackle and their left tackle just walk in the off season. Charles Leno and Bobby Massey, both were good, solid veterans, good, solid, dependable veterans, guys who you could really count on just to get the job done and protect a rookie quarterback. And I think, and I understand that in the future, this will probably propel and probably make the Bears good, but they drafted Tevin Jenkins and Larry Borm, a second rounder and a fourth rounder. Those two guys, obviously, well, Borm's been okay, but Tevin Jenkins really struggled in the game against Green Bay. Last week was his first career start. I personally think that in the future, even if Nagy's there and Nagy's gone, I think that it's going to be a really good like blind side and strong side protecting Justin Fields. Personally, though, I just think a quarterback whisperer for him would be really nice. I know that Nagy was in Oregon. I know that he had is known for a high-powered offense, and he was coach of the year in his first year, and they made the playoffs last year with Mitch Dam Trubisky. Yeah. Like, let's not forget that, okay? But I personally think that Kellen Moore can be a quarterback whisperer, and that's really important. Justin Fields scrambles all the time. He just needs to teach him how to be more relaxed, and I think that's something that could really be done. I totally agree with you here with uh, with Matt Nagy. It's he's not going to work with Justin Fields. He's not you know he's not a that type of quarterback coach. And I think that the Bears just need to move on. Uh, you know I I like the guy that you know I <laughs> I don't remember his name, but I know every. Time I watch a Cowboys game on primetime, they're talking about this guy's not gonna be here next year. And Cowboys fans are like, "Why are you doing that?" Romo does like, it all the time. Oh, every single time, like this guy's not gonna have a job next year. But it's time for Nagy to go. I like Justin Fields. I really do like the the upside that Justin Fields has. And I mean, we were ranting the very first episode when we did our mock draft about how Justin Fields should have been the second overall pick and how everyone was crazy for passing him. And then you know the Niners pass on him too. So. I, I think Nagy needs to go, and something needs to change in Chicago because this is just not working. And when you're getting, you know, chanted at at a Bulls game to fire Nagy, I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time to go. <laughs> Romo on every single broadcast. Jim, if I could do what Tom Brady just did, I wouldn't be here. Right now. I'd be on that field. I know, Jim. <laughs> I love Tony Romo broadcast. I don't care what anyone else says. I, I like Tony Romo out there. Uh, we'll we'll go to the next coach. So we got we got Dan Campbell. Romo. I do too. Gotta, I love when you call him. Games. He's so smart. Yeah, He's like, I like Romo. Jim, I just went five seconds into the future and predicted and told you the play that's gonna happen, <laughs> and the play just happened, Jim. And so <laughs> he really does that all the time, though. He's yeah. like, oh, motion to the left. Watch a watch a run to the right, mm-hmm. and the, the exact thing happens. It's I, go watch, back and watch like the um the Patriots and Falcons Super Bowl. He yeah. calls out the whole last drive, like what they're doing. When they all oh, they motion this way, they're trying to see the coverage. <laughs> Helmet over the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. I, I do I love Romo. James White here, Jim. <laughs> Boom, it happened. No, nah, for real. Sounds like a guy I know when we face Central Catholic on the sideline. Sounds oh, like some dude I knew. <laughs> stop it. We got the coaching wins over here. Uh, so we'll, we'll go to, to Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions. You know, I know you're, you're ready to fight for this one for your life with – with Campbell, I mean the Lions are awful. I, I mean, 
Dude, the lions should be fired. <laughs> the lions just, are, the whole the organization, pro, yeah, should, organization be should just be canceled. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And they didn't even do anything wrong. I don't yeah. know. They didn't They're even say awful. anything controversial. Dude, yeah. Matt Matt Stafford is awfully good obviously a great quarterback. You had him and Calvin Johnson. You don't do anything. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I can't believe it. Even like it's it's hard because, you know, at least if you're a bad team, you can like have a pick to look forward to. But, like, what the Lions need is they for sure need a new quarterback. Jared Goff is not that guy. Absolutely and not. this <laughs> this draft is not full of quarterbacks. There's just no quarterbacks in this draft that's going to go, like, super out. There's no – the number one overall pick is not going to be a quarterback. I even heard a quarterback might not go in the top ten this year, which would be insane because they're just not that many super talented guys. So, for the it's looking rough for the Lions. You know, you're going to have the first overall pick, but – yeah, you're not gonna really be. Able, you're gonna get a skill position, but so. But why do you think Dan Campbell should be fired? Because I I love Dan Campbell. Oh, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just I'm putting it out. There. They're they they're oh or, uh, sorry they're one and eleven and one. Does that not warrant a, a fire? Like does it? Does no. He, do, well, not he, now. All right. Okay, that's fair. Listen to me right now. Okay. I don't even know how long he's been there. He's first this year. Is his first year. Yeah. They should not fire him. They should not fire him under they any. They do have one win though. That's, that's what the, I'm saying. The way, so here's the thing. The way I look at it, okay? You I'm look at his the schedule. You look at yeah. his you look at his demeanor. You look at the way that the team rallies around that coach. That's they fair. will run through a brick wall for Dan Campbell. That's fair. Okay. I understand Just that, to lose the game. Listen, <laughs> the talent <laughs> the talent is not there. I will hmm. give you that one hundred percent. That's fair. But what but what Sean, what would you and I do with that roster? <laughs> right? I don't know. Win, <laughs> win two games? I don't know. Win two games. That's what I'm saying. That's the game okay? plan. And we and listen, I, I'm not here to brag. I'm here to pat ourselves on the back. I think we built a damn good culture, didn't we? Would you agree? This yeah, of year? course. There we yeah. go. If your players want to run through a damn wall for you, that means management needs to do everything they can in their power to build a team around you. Because when they see... I don't know if you know this. Dan Campbell, when uh, Philbin was fired... He was the interim head coach, and the players loved him. They yeah. raved about him. They talked about how much they literally wanted to run through a brick wall for this I man. respect it. This man's willing to cry on national TV when they're 0-7. I mean, that's, that's emotion. That, that's that is for emotion. The sport. That's fair. By but no I, I will say he has mismanaged the clock a bunch. All the fourth and ones with Jared Goff on your own end. It's not like you got Mahomes back there, man. Like, come on. Well, at what point do you say screw it? Like, like you're one ten, you're one eleven and one. At what point do you just say screw? Well, I mean, you lost, you lost to the Bears twice. You lost to the Bengals, bad. You lose to the Vikings. Lost to the Eagles, forty four to six. They did beat the Vikings, though. They did beat but the yeah, Vikings. By the way, we're gonna get to that they shit lost later. Lost to the by Browns, the thirteen to ten. Yeah, it's it's looked rough. For, it's been a hard year for the Lions. I mean, like, it's like another paper bag over the head type. See, year. I'll be completely honest. They'll lose the last four games of the season. Too, <laughs> they, so. they got the Cardinals. That's a loss. Falcons, maybe they could get them. Seahawks and, and then Packers are definitely losing that game. See, I, I and I do understand, okay? But like Seahawks, I said, Seahawks and Falcons aren't great, but I think the Seahawks are god like dog shit. Me personally. I think that Russell Wilson is the reason why they won by like four games or five games. Yeah, well yeah, I was just gonna say when you have a guy like Russell Wilson, I don't think you and can Bobby call Wagner, any team. Literally one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and one of the greatest linebackers of all time. Yeah, yeah. so I wouldn't say they're dog shit, but they definitely have to I see that name on the list, so. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, yeah, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, we're, so we're getting I personally that. do not think that it is time for Dan Campbell to be fired. Like I said, when you have a guy who wants, who you, I'm sorry, when you get your players who just love this man and want to just run through a brick wall and just do anything to make sure that you get a win, I say you keep him by any means necessary. And then when you get him a squad and then he loses, okay, you know, then we fire him. But, like, but listen, okay. Brett, that's, listen, that's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. But what happened with Brett Brown? They gave him a squad. That's he fair. couldn't get the job done, and then they fired him. That's but fair. they gave him a chance. He had a dog shit roster for a couple of years. Yeah. They gave him a chance. Didn't work out. Boom. See you later. Here's Doc Rivers. That's right? fair. Yeah. But I, I guess, I guess my question would be, you know, at at what point, like, do we say it's time for Campbell to go? Yeah, like at what let, point? Let's be real. The Lions aren't going to be much better next year either. Like, at what point is it like? Well, free they have a shit like, ton of money and then free agency. You never know. Yeah, but like, no one's going to years, Detroit, how man. Many years for you? How many seasons? I'd say so. You think a minimum should be a minimum? I'll, I'll, I'll give you coach. this. I'll give you this timetable. All right. I think 
by next Thanksgiving, they should reevaluate the whole situation because you're going to have a new quarterback next year, most likely. And you're going to have, you know, just new guys. You're going to have a, the number one overall pick. And if they if he messes that one up, I will say he hit on Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell has been very, very good. You hit on him. Now you need to go get another skill position, whether it's a running back. You need that dude, right? You need an ultra-talented player. And I'll give him by next Thanksgiving. At Thanksgiving, you got to reevaluate it. And the Lions will do their tradition at lose Thanksgiving every year. But still, you, you need to reevaluate the situation from there and go, okay, what is, what's, what's next? So I'll give you a timetable, okay? If Dan Campbell and the, and, the, and, the, and the Lions, they win six games next year, okay? That's a five-game improvement. The next game, or the next year. That's essentially oh, what yeah. you said, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing with this guy in the chat, too. So the next year. They win about nine to ten games, and they barely miss the playoffs. That's progress, right? Sure. <laughs> and then the next year, they make the playoffs, and it may be a first-round upset, or they lose in the first round. That is still progression that's going, out, going on throughout the years. That means that, uh, once again, the team is building, and the team is going with the program, and they're, they've bought into the system. So that's when I say, okay, like I said, give them a squad. Let the team build. And then if he if you have a legit squad that can actually contend, then you fire him because like I said, his demeanor is something we don't see in coaches very often. When's the last time you've seen someone cry? And I'm not clowning him after a loss. Uh, no, yeah. I, I, I has, love that. Obviously I love that. he has passion. But so what essentially what you're saying is coaches should have like a minimum in that contract. Like well, like we're gonna hire you, you have at least a season and a half or two seasons. And if you don't get it together by then, then we sit back down at this table and have a real conversation. Yeah. yeah. And so, and obviously there are some exceptions to the rule. I'm going to get to one later because there are definitely some oh, exceptions. I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> there are some absolute exceptions to the rule where you just are an absolute dog shit coach. Yeah. Uh, you have a horrible culture. You physically oh, assault your players and you scream at your players yeah. and they should go, okay? Um, mm-hmm. If you don't know who I'm talking about, you'll find out. But I think it's literally the next one. Is it the next? Oh, there I you go. So. Transition okay. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. What a segue. Yeah, so I mean, are we are we set on Dan Campbell another year? Another two years. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll give you that. I, I would say Thanksgiving, you got to reevaluate it. But I mean, well, I'll, I'll give you two years. Uh, so next up, I mean... This should be unanimous, but we got to talk about Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer needs <laughs> needs to get fired yesterday. Like he he last needs week. last week. He needs oh he shouldn't even be in the NFL. Honestly, first of all, people oh, are like surprised that like Urban Meyer is like a dirtbag and like have have no recollection of his 2008 uh, Florida Gator hole where like 31 of the players are like now in jail or have been arrested <laughs> a team that had cam newton who was like stealing laptops and had aaron hernandez somehow fucking tim tebow finds his way in there yeah it's crazy it was insane and people are surprised that like wow urban meyer's a dirtbag it's like yeah no we knew this we we've known for and a while do you remember um do you remember towards the like the first month of his hire there was a coach who was like called out for racist antics or yes. whatever, yeah. or like somebody who strength was strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, yeah, the strength and conditioning was like either racist or just I, something. Like I know that he had problems at Ohio State too. They he, everywhere he's gone, there's been a problem, and like we're surprised that like he he's a, a dirtbag and a bad NFL coach. Um, and, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm not gonna disagree with anything you just said because I mean. He had even that time that he was like out drinking at the bar, filling up on women. <laughs> he's, yeah. got a, he's got a wife at home. Whatever floats your boat, I guess. But, yeah. So, um, he's got the money. There's one thing for sure at the at the college level, he's had a lot of success. I mean, at what point do we say win at all costs? You know. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm not saying I'm not agreeing with his actions, but you know he has had a lot of success at the at the college level. Yeah. Um. Doesn't look like the NFL is for him though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for so sure. The, the, the way I the way I look at it, I go, you know what? I have no problem with guys coming up from college and yeah. saying, "All right, I want to take my shot in the big leagues. I want to see how I can perform here." The way I will tell you, when you were in college for so long, you, I'm, I've never been in it, or I've never been in the locker room, but yeah. so I've never been in this position to speak for Urban Meyer. But this is just my opinion, obviously. I think that you develop the mindset of. I have a few select guys who are going to the next level. Okay, everyone else, they don't suck by any means, but this is the Stand last out. step. Yeah, this is the last step that they're going to see in football. You know, so you're you're not you're going from people who are doing this 
for, I wouldn't say for fun, but just to be in the spirit, stay in athletics, and then a select few that are going to the pros. You're doing that, and then you're going to, from people who have to do this for a living and pay their bills. You know, you're going from kids, essentially, to grown-ass men. Yeah. So, and when you're in that system for so long, being with the kids, I think that his mind was just still in that college program. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Like, I personally do not think that it was the right hire. I understand it. They wanted to give him a college mind because they were getting I Lawrence. De- I definitely understand the hire, and I'm not mad at them for taking a risk. It I did. can get. I'll under. I'll justify the hire. Yeah, for sure. And at Jacksonville, like, I mean, you've had nothing. You know what I'm saying? So you need someone who's gonna come in and shake some shit up. And Urban Meyer can obviously do that, but. What, um, so what I was saying about Urban Meyer, though, like I heard that um, he had a quote that he was saying, uh, and he said, coaching in the NFL is like playing Alabama every single week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like that's accurate, too. I, yes, yeah. essentially. So, and like I said, I have absolutely no problem with the hire. Like I said, I don't have an issue with guys wanting to like stick their feet in the in the deep water and try their spot in the NFL. Yeah. I don't have an issue they're, with it. And look, the NFL coach, like coaching job, is not meant for everyone, and I don't even think that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, the best of the best coaches are in the NFL, but guys like Nick Saban. I was Nick just Saban, say yeah, yeah, Nick Saban is a fantastic coach. And, you know, he wasn't even that bad in the NFL. But what Nick Saban does the best is, okay, recruiting and a culture and this and that. And, like, I, look at Alabama. Like, how many dudes are – you know, leagued after having a good season in Alabama. Almost all of them. Like, yeah. if you stand yeah. out in Alabama, like, you're the best of the best. If you're a starter in, in Alabama, you're probably going to get a chance in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, so I had this in my notes, too. So I have a notepad. I bring it out to every podcast. Okay, I had guys who should be fired. I have a list of seven. I have guys who should be fired, and then I have who they should be replaced with. I think that you should replace Urban Meyer with Jim Caldwell. You guys remember Jim Caldwell? I don't. No. <laughs> he was the coach of the Lions, really, before Matt Patricia. He made it to the playoffs, which is more than a lot of coaches can say about the Detroit Lions in the last decade or so. Two decades, I say, That's right? That's fair. Yeah. He took the Lions to the playoffs. Again, when I talked about they want to run through a wall for him, ask anybody who played for the Lions at that time. They were not happy that Jim Caldwell got fired. Yeah. They loved that man. The last time he coached in the in the NFL was he was an assistant, a glorified assistant in 2019 for the Dolphins. Okay, that's ridiculous. There is no reason he shouldn't at least be an OC or a DC in the league because the players loved him and he had a, and a he had a thing of for success too. Matt Patricia at the time was a good hire, a good hire at the time because they thought okay, the Patriot way is going to be brought here. Some of that Belichick magic is going to be brought up north of Detroit. That's what they thought. They thought they would go from a team that kind of is like a fringe playoff team every year to a team that contends every year because of Patricia. Obviously, that That did not work work out. Obviously, it didn't work out. But the players were not happy. And you saw all the reports. They weren't happy with Patricia. No one really got along with him. You can talk to uh, or hear Darius Slay in in his reviews. I think that Jim Caldwell, man, after you have such a shit show of a season like you have had in Jacksonville, I mean, did you just guys just see like Josh Lambeau accused him of kicking him? I in didn't training even camp? See that. What? Yeah. I didn't Josh see that. Josh Lambeau accused Urban Meyer of kicking. Well, I'm not accusing. Maybe it obviously did happen. He said that Urban Meyer kicked him. Him and Marvin Jones got in a heated altercation last week. Yeah. Like, obviously, that culture is in shambles. And we, we were ripping the Jags, too, when they took ETN. When you Travis have, ETN. When you have James Robinson and, and they go and, and get Carlos and you know, Hyde. That, you, you convert him to receiver. Yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? No, I have no uh, idea. So to ETN me, was a good back. He was a good back coming out of college. But you college. have James Robinson. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about this so many Please times. Know. But you have to bring somebody in who's going to build the culture. You have to bring somebody in who the players are just going to love. And that's what I think. And I that's where I think Jim Caldwell comes in because, to me, there's no excuse for him to not be a coach. What, yeah. about, um, what about Harbaugh at Michigan? What if he came back to the NFL? I, I that I was my so. runner-up. You Honestly, know, right? Like, I mean, I, I think I he's gonna think stay he's, in Michigan. Well, he just won the Big Ten, right? So I think yeah. he's definitely staying there. But I mean, that would be a he'd he'd come in and he knows how to run a culture and he knows how to change things. So the thing is, dude, I was writing down my notes too, and I go for the Jaguars. I'm flipping back and forth between Jim Caldwell and Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. So it's so funny that you say that. Yeah. So I think Harbaugh would actually work pretty well. Yeah, because he's, he's a fiery coach too. Yeah. You know, and, and the and last have like a young kind of like 
the young firing squad over there that yeah. can get going if yeah but we we can all universally agree that urban meyer needs to be fired right yeah i think yeah. he should still <laughs> okay. coach football but i don't think he should coach football in the nfl yeah he should for sure go back to to college which I mean, it worked for someone, but I also don't really like Urban Meyer or kind of like respect him as a dude. So, like I said, I he, didn't he can mind do his the own hire. thing. I didn't mind. The I didn't hire. mind the hire at all. Yeah, like I'm taking I, a risk. I completely understood. But like, we for sure have seen Urban Meyer as like full true colors now. That I mean, he's yeah, in the yeah league, absolutely. But... So, but that, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to scream too much. I don't want to get too yeah, fired up about this. Sure. But... All right, this this next coach, I will fight tooth and nail for why this man should be fired the minnesota vikings mike zimmer this dude is lo- i mean loaded with talent right and they're six and seven and they lose to the detroit lions and they make questionable decisions in the fourth and they blow fourth quarter leagues mike zimmer needs to get out of minnesota they, they need to move on Agreed. so so the way the way i look at it too i actually think that mike zimmer is a decent coach okay like what he did with case keenum that has to be sure that has to I'll, be I'll, I'll give him credit okay. for that. That has uh, to be I don't done. like the Case Keenum hate. I Case Keenum's better than a lot of quarterbacks that have played in the NFL. I agree. And, you know, he Because he, he doesn't do anything that he doesn't have to do. That's yeah, right. exactly. And he went to a kind of a stagnant offense and afterwards with Denver, which we'll get to later. Dude, they did pretty good in Minnesota the last five years. But for them to not win anything and not yeah. even play in a Super Bowl in the last couple of years. They, like, and they're arguably more Diggs talented and, now. I'd argue they're more talented now. I mean, Dalvin Cook is nasty. You have yeah. Dalvin Cook, you have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and you know what? I think that Kirk Cousins is playing some of his best football. Yeah, sure. Kirk Cousins like, is this like year, I think he's playing some of his best football. Yeah, Look, I don't like I, him, but I I will say, and I I bring up I bring up the herd. I bring up the herd and Ka- Colin Cowherd a lot because I do I like the show and it's fun to I watch. Love the herd. I I disagree a lot with Colin Cowherd. But I like it because he argues a lot of stuff and he's a pretty well spoken dude. He's fun to listen to, even though I disagree with him a lot. I will. I completely agree with him when he said on his show that Kirk Cousins is the middle quarterback. If your quarterback is better than Kirk Cousins, you're fine. If your quarterback is worse than Kirk Cousins, it's time to look for something new. That's yeah. a he's, fact. He's the median quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> but that's exactly why you can't expect a championship out of Kirk Cousins. Exactly. You have weapons. In I, I like the Kellen Mond pick that they took. I think they need to develop him a little bit. but So, and, and here's the thing. I think that, and, and I'm very glad that you got into that, okay? Because Mike Zimmer, I am a huge Vikings fan. I've loved him because of Adrian Peterson. That's literally the only reason why. <laughs> so, before you ask. But I personally think that the same argument that I made with Kellen Mond and Justin Fields, I'm not Kellen Mond, Kellen Moore, I'm sorry, and Justin Fields, I think that also applies with who I think should fill in Byron Leftwich. Yeah. Okay, there's no reason for Mike Zimmer to be a defensive specialist as a head coach and for that offense to eclipse what they're doing on, on you know, for like to be the identity of the team. That's true. There's no reason for it. If you are yeah. a defensive first head coach, your your specialty better be defense. Yeah. Okay, better be. It's like Mike Tomlin and with the Steelers. And their defense is awful. That's right. what I'm saying. It's, oh, and it's bad because they're like, they're, they're they have some talent. Their defense is good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, and like the, the Pats offense obviously isn't like this powerhouse they just do what they're supposed to do they don't yeah. make mistakes don't turn and the then it runs over. by the defense yeah. and and that's what the uh what, what's his name kirk cousins has thrown the least amount of picks he's arguably a top 10 quarterback production and efficiency all right has. now we're getting out of hand a little yeah. bit <laughs> no i wouldn't say he's top 10 <laughs> john corman no. yeah. no. now we're getting i a don't know bit who you are but I, I think we're getting a little extreme here so, <laughs> with I don't know about top Kirk. ten. Yeah, I don't know. About he's top he's 16. right around that fifteen. Yeah, he's, he's top, top sixteen. He's, top he's 16. the median quarterback. Yeah. So the, I agree. Not Randy Moss. Vikings are Randy's team. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, maybe Randy Moss. But so the way I look at it, Byron Leftwich has definitely come on. Hey, come on, man. Come on, Kareem. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> so who should replace Mike Zimmerman? Kareem Bailey Smith. <laughs> Did you see what Give he said too? He goes, uh, "What's he say? I'll be a great assistant NFL coach. I'll go to I'll the go Lions to the salary." <laughs> but anyways, who Byron Leftwich. What he um, obviously it's mostly Bruce Arians' team, okay? But to be able to handle the ego of Tom Brady, because let's be real, he has a huge ego. He does. <laughs> and to be able to, he's the goat. He can have one, dude. I have coaching Dean Tom Brady's OC must be the easiest thing in the world. Oh my yeah. god, dude! Hey, there, um, think go, about this. Go touch them. Think yeah. about this. Tom Brady has a quarterback coach. Talk about the most useless job in the world. That's there is a quarterback coach for Tom Brady. Yeah. You yeah. think about that. The one thing I will say, though, with so much offense and with so many weapons at your disposal, you have to know how to manage it, right? 
You have to know what to be able. You have to know how oh, to no, keep that, them in that, check. You definitely. They have some people they gotta keep in check. That AB. Yeah. Like you that, know, Gronk even needs to be kept in check. Um, every now and then. Mike Evans just needs to be uh, checked every once in a while because he does. I mean, he does get the ball a lot. I'm not saying he doesn't, but you know, he has to share stardom more and share the ball more with all the receivers and. I think he's handling that, handling that well. I'm just saying yeah. that. For the sake of my keep, fantasy team, they should throw it to him keep, way more. Yeah. Uh, all-star receivers in check because yeah. they, will, they will check out if they're not getting the football. And that's what I'm saying. I think that Byron Leftwich really has found that balance, and that's why I think he deserves to have a head coaching job. Because, I agree. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And and that's why And I really think that he could also be kind of a quarterback whisperer for Kellen Mond because I think at this point you see that you've really maxed out. Okay, in my opinion, you've maxed out. I think that Jefferson and Thielen are are a top five, maybe top three wide receiver duo in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are two elite wide receivers. No, Adam they're Thielen definitely elite. elite. They're definitely okay, elite. Okay, so, and you have Kirk Cousins, and you have a top three, maybe five running back in the league in Dalvin Cook. You have a decent offensive line. Okay, yeah. like a great running back makes a decent offensive line. Go get Look, some defensive players. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Eric Kendricks, Anthony Barr is not enough. Okay, Patrick Peterson, I love you. Past his prime. Harrison Smith, still amazing, okay? They do have three really good defensive players. For some Patrick reason, it's just Peterson's not working. your second best DB, you're in good shape. Yes, you're in yeah. very good shape. Because as he goes through his decline, obviously, he's not going to cover, like, his yeah. new Copkins anymore. He's going to cover the Christian Kirks. <laughs> but, like, he'll still... Christian Kirks. And that's funny. I said that because Cardinals are a shape, uh, like, longest tenure team, but... yeah. I think that uh, Kellamon. I think that Byron Leftwich to the Vikings would be a hell of a yeah. hire. So we we agree Zimmer gets fired. Yeah, Zimmer's yeah. gone. Okay, good. see you later. Later. See ya. All right, mo- moving on. This one was the the biggest. <laughs> this one was the biggest. I guess surprised me when I was going through coaches, and I've been just kind of listening for what coaches' names come up when it talks to getting fired, and I've I've heard a lot of Pete Carroll maybe not having a job in in no Seattle way. next year. You know, you want Pete Carroll to stay? Stay. What the hell? Uh, they're Explain. awful. They, I, I, I mean, he's they're awful right now. But I mean, Bill was awful last year. Would you fire Bill? That's different, though. That's it is different. different. But I'm just saying, he's had a lot of success at this level. He's he's had a, in a you know a certain amount of success. But I, I mean, Pete he, Carroll is one on every level. He, he's a he okay. to me he's a like a first ballot Hall of Fame coach. Like, um, I I definitely wouldn't get rid of him. I would give him a little longer and try to you know change some players around. Okay. You have Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. That's a good. That's something that you can definitely work with. That, that that relationship has been kind of tainted. They've said though, the, that where, is... where they're saying that you know Russ wants out. And I mean, at what point are you like, okay, well Russ wants out, and you know Pete Carroll might be on the way out. It's like who who do you choose? You know Russ or, or Pete Carroll? Which it, it's it's weird, but I mean I think Pete Carroll could go somewhere else and you know probably have success. But would you got would you who would you choose, Pete Carroll or Russ? Russ, Russ. <laughs> and it's—I don't think it's very close. I would choose Russ. 100%. I, I, I'm not—I'm not saying that I wouldn't choose Russ, but you just look at like Tom Brady and Bill, and it's like Bill. I would choose Bill. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why is for me would be because you don't know how much Tom Brady has left. Yeah. I mean, he'll probably play till he's sixty, but um, I just think that you know Bill's gonna coach for a lot longer, and he—that's the coaches he. His pupils, like his coaches that he teaches, usually go on and become pretty damn good coaches themselves. So I think whoever, like maybe his son takes over, like I don't know, but yeah, I, yeah, I think I Dan Quinn was the defensive coordinator with the Legion of Boom, and they made it to the Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah, so. and you know, and Mike Vrabel and um, what Brian Flores coached under Bill. Oh, oh, you were talking about Bill. I'm sorry. I'm the, no, I, I'm just oh, saying. when when you when a good head coach has you know his um, assistant coaches. And they learn his style and program and, and culture, and they go and they take it somewhere else. It usually results in success. Yeah. So yeah, true. a lot of the time, I would probably choose a good coach over a good quarterback just because you can coach for a long time, and you can't play football for I, a long time. I think Russ is a Hall of Fame guy, though. And also, I think we've squeezed the last bit of Pete Carroll in Seattle. We got left. I, I think we that... I think it's over in Seattle. See, personally, I believe that that culture, I know like most of the guys besides Russ and Bobby Wagner are gone. Okay. I think ever since the Malcolm Butler pick, they just haven't been the same. Yeah. Like, can't you just kind of tell that something has really just been off though? And the way I look at it, and there have been reports and I've, I've heard them and I've seen them that the players just 
were not happy with Pete Carroll because they believed that the, uh, Pete Carroll wanted to make Russell Wilson like the star of the show. And more often than not, it's what it feels r- like. Rather the than beginning do- of the season, we think Russ is an MVP candidate. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we can't have Russ win us every single game. And then he it's also like, broke his finger too, right? Yeah. yeah, well, I'm I'm not talking about this year. They were I'm a bad. About they were a bad yeah. team before that too. Yes. They they have not been good this year. So I just personally think that. It, so you think fire him? Yes. Yeah, but it, but I'm not telling you he's horrible. I'm not telling you. That no, he I, sucks I don't think Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's probably the best coach on this list. Yeah, but he's probably the oldest coach on this list. He's so. the oldest coach in the league. Yeah. yeah so I mean, yeah. if he if he leaves there, does he sign it? Does he coach again? Cause yeah, the guy's oh, for sure. Almost yeah. eighty years old, right? He just turned 71, 72. Oh, 72? Yeah. yeah. So the way I look at it is just... Maybe he takes Urban Meyer's job. <laughs> Dude, if he goes I to mean, Seattle, that'd be good, a... good fucking luck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, maybe. In Jacksonville, I mean... Hey, they got, a, they got a new shiny quarterback there. They got weapons. I mean, they need to get more weapons, but they, they got him, you know, some right now. So You know what? Maybe. Because he can't he can teach a culture, so... So, yeah. That, the, the way that might be it, a good swap. I personally just think that his time has run out. Okay, like I'm starting to feel like that. Yeah, if he leaves Seattle, like I feel like he already has something established. Yeah. So if he leaves that, like, how how long does it take you to build it? How long do you have left? So yeah, well, well, I'm not even saying like his time in the leagues run out. I'm telling you that he just his time in Seattle, I think, is waning. You know, like I just think his voice has grown a little tired. He definitely needs a turnaround season. Yeah, Yeah. I think his I think his voice has grown a little tired. Yeah. I just personally think like they just haven't really had that same swagger. Yeah. They haven't had that same cachet like they did when Russell Wilson threw that pick to Malcolm Butler. Mm. They, I mean, they obviously were making the playoffs every year, but they never really and truly felt like that dominant team that they were. Yeah. And obviously, I understand it's because you can't pay everyone at the same time. Okay, yeah, you can't obviously. you can't keep all those guys under the max contracts that they demand. I get that. Like, don't think I'm just saying, oh, they suck and like Carol. No, it's I all Pete's fault. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it's time for Carol to go. So, I think, so, so I think a big part of that, though, is like you, you just called them the Legion of Boom. And literally, I mean, um, Bam Bam Cam retires. I love, yeah. I love that guy. One of my favorite safeties of all time. Um, Earl Thomas. Thomas gets traded. or Didn't he get He like broke his leg, right? And then he got traded? Yeah, yeah. so he, he stayed there for a bit, and then he went to Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, but I know he broke his leg on Seattle, right? So he got hurt. Yeah, and he then got hurt. He probably got traded at the end yeah. of that season. Richard Sherman. And gone. Richard Sherman yeah. left, too. So it's like, Sam I mean, Brown. that almost... If you mention those three people leaving, almost sounds like a st- the start of a rebuild, you know? So, the, so my response to that is, you all... I, yes, I get he's not the best in coverage and everything. Jamal Adams, in my opinion, is still one of the best safeties in the league. I don't know one of the best, but he's not bad. I'd say he's People a top, top five, top seven, around there. Would you agree top seven? Top ten. Okay. Okay. So, if you have a top ten player at your position, you're still in pretty damn good shape, okay? I would take, Quandre like, Diggs. And like Quandre Diggs. Age would matter there for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Quandre Diggs is, an, is a good safety. Not a lot of people bring him up. He's kind of the free safety, and, and Jamal Adams is the strong. Not a lot of people bring him up. He's a good player. You have a pretty good one-two punch there at the safety, and yeah, you don't have Shaq Griffin anymore. He was a solid corner, okay, but I mean, yeah, the secondary kind of sucks. I'll give you that one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't you even. Have, know, I honestly don't even really know who that. They have Sidney Jones or whatever the hell. I, I don't know. Exactly. Okay, but <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have one of the greatest linebackers of our generation, in Bobby Wagner. Okay, you have actually a still a, he's aging, but a damn solid defensive end in Carlos Dunlap. Okay, yeah, he's definitely have a good, good platform. Though. Yeah, like he he has like a good enough roster to make some noise, not to be a Super Bowl contender, but to be a playoff guy and then like a hard exit, like one of those teams that won't go but doesn't nobody wants to face. Them. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that just Pete Carroll has kind of lost his voice a little bit. I think it's just time for him to go. Uh, I personally think if for his replacement, staying in Tampa country, Todd Bowles, their defensive coordinator. It's not bad. He did a good job with the Jets. And I don't care what anyone says. He did a very good job with the New York Jets. He just didn't have the roster. They he need to bring the, the defense back to Seattle. That's what I'm saying. They, they need to bring their, the defense their back. Their personality, their identity was defense. Yep. Smash mode. And the and fans the loved it. The fans oh, they, loved they it. love to get loud on defense. They That's love, like it's Seattle's well, so, identity. So, I mean, we were talking about the herd. And I, like I said, I love Colin Coward as well. I listen to him, Skip, and Shannon every single yeah. day. And Colin Coward says, like, the recipe to win a Super Bowl is a good quarterback and a good defense. If you yeah. have a good quarterback who can not turn the ball over, yeah. and you have a good defense that can keep, keep 
points off the board, then that usually results in a lot of winning football. And you know, it, yeah, no, it, I, I agree. So Colin Coward is getting his last shit up for me because I half agree with him sometimes. <laughs> I have to, but well, I, I agree with what he yes, said there. That's that's, that's about I, it. I love listening to the show, but I, sometimes I'm like, what are you talking? Half about? of the time, I'm just <laughs> trying to look at Joey Taylor, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you guys think about bowls, though? In Seattle? I think that yeah, you think he I, I agree. Chance? I think so. So I think that's a hell of a hire. Okay, don't I mean. <clears throat> If you guys don't mind, I want to kind of rapid fire three three more that I didn't get off. Yeah, go Real for quick. it. Okay. If you don't mind, if you could be afforded some of you guys' time. <laughs> Texans, David Culley. He's their coach. Get out of here. Eric yeah. Bieniemy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. I think it's That's finally time for him to have his time in the sun. Yep. I mean, he's been kind of robbed of a head coaching position the last two, three years now. Yep. I think that, listen. He'd probably <laughs> be the head coach and me. You might Casey. troll me. Davis Mills, Nico Collins, and Brevin Jordan. They're all rookies right now, quarterback, receiver, tight end. They could all develop into something. Um, yeah, I really I'm, think they could. I'm not going to lie. Dude, Davis You're Mills. You're kind of giving me a crazy da- look. No, yeah, in my yeah. opinion, Davis Mills has <laughs> that's been. A lot. I mean, that's a big pr- prediction. Yeah. No, no, no. no I, look, dude, Davis Mills, could, Davis Mills, in my opinion, has been the second best rookie quarterback this year. Mac Jones and he, Davis Mills. And I'll, Maybe, no, yeah. Now, listen. Let me be he's very clear. Here. That's <laughs> what? Texans? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's not bad. Let me be I'm very not... clear. He is not the most talented quarterback. This list will for sure get shaken up. But Trevor Lawrence has been bad, and I we said he was in. No, he's been bad this year. I'll finally say it. He has had a bad rookie year, a Peyton Manning hopefully type rookie year, where he bounces back and you know he's this great quarterback. But he's been bad. Justin Fields has been mad. Some days he looks good. Some days it's like, oh, maybe they should. I've stuck with Andy Dalton. I mean, we can't, <laughs> we can't, no yeah, shit, we, we, we couldn't, we can't judge Trey Lance yet. I know Gino, I know, we, we can't go we, ahead. We definitely can't <laughs> we judge can't. Trey Lance Gino's yet. not a fan of Trey Lance, but we can't judge him yet. And Zach Wilson's also been awful. So when you really awful. look at it, Davis Mills has been the second best rookie quarterback, which is insane. I think he's the first. Okay, no, now, now you're just insane. <laughs> Top 25 quarterback of all, all time. time. Gotta love, gotta love Mac. Uh, so real quick. Vic Fangio of the Denver Broncos. I think it's time to go. Yeah, I, you, uh, may think I'm, you may think I'm crazy for that. That was one he I was thinking of. Doesn't really have Fangio. a quarterback though. Like it's tough to coach if you don't have a quarterback. Like so, Teddy it, Two Gloves isn't getting it done, bro. In my opinion, I think he's a half step below Kirk Cousins in terms of just like he, middling quarterback. Below, a half step know. below. I think that you can do a lot worse than than Teddy Bridgewater. In my opinion, you look at the weapons that they have, especially the young ones. Devontae Williams has really come along through the year. Jerry Judy, I think, is going to be amazing. They do have a decent okay. roster. Cortland Sutton, very solid guy. Yeah, he's Tim all, Patrick, all a big body. Did I say Noah Fant? Noah Fant. No, yeah, Noah Fant, very speedy tight end. Yeah. KJ Hamler is going to come back next year. He's speedster. He's, he's speedster. He's a good, really good guy. They got rid of Philip Lindsay. Who's that back? Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, to me, Melvin Gordon. I mean, he was he hasn't he, done. He was a, a first round pick year, for the Chargers. He was okay. He had, when he he went off a couple of years though. Yeah, and he's very capable of being a, a, a number a top one back, ten yeah. running back. And the way I look at it, I think that you need to kind of switch the roles here. I'm not saying by any means Fangio's done a bad job because he's a defensive minded coach and that Broncos defense is stout. Okay, they're good. But again, I think with the young ascending stars, you need to get an offensive guy in the room because I think that there's a ceiling to what Vic Fangio can do on offense. It's another place Pete Carroll could go. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you got this is going to be a little bit of a less known name, okay? Yeah. Do you got you guys remember Gary Kubiak? That sounds super familiar. He was the Why coach of the, he was the coach of the Broncos in 2015 when when they, Kate, when okay. they won the Super Bowl. His son is the offensive coordinator of the Vikings. Hey, and we're saying yeah, right. They've maxed out. Simmer gets fired, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. Clint Kubiak. He's gotten the most, in my opinion, out of Kirk Cousins. And when you're able to do that, I think that you deserve some praise. I think that the schemes they've been able to draw up for Jefferson, Thielen, Cook, and get that offense flowing, because they do have a good flowing offense. Okay, the defense is the problem there. I do think that he deserves some praise, and I, I wouldn't be mad if they gave him a shot. He's like Gary Kubiak. His father is beloved in in Denver. Okay, they love him for bringing a championship and a ring there with an old Peyton Manning and a dog shit or good at the time, but dog shit Brock Osweiler. That's right. Okay, who was that coach? John Fox. It was, yeah, <laughs> John Fox. But Kubiak actually was the coach when they won the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, yeah. Gotcha, so yeah. That's John Fox replaced him. No, so John Fox was, was before, before him, and then John Fox went to the Bears for a year. 
I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, then, I think I yeah. yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yeah. And then he and then he left and obviously was well, gone. I think Rex Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Rex Ryan. <laughs> you know what he said the other day? He goes, I'm a toe expert. Oh my god, Did I you see that. I, I Rex Ryan that. needs to get as far away from any type of media platform as possible. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to stay. They were there. talking about Aaron Rodgers' foot, like his injury, oh. and he goes, I'm a toe expert. I Let me hate Rex Ryan. <laughs> he was like, ripping on Mac Jones too. I, anyone who said, Oh, Mac Jones, oh they they spent the money of a Lamborghini on a minivan. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Well, obviously I don't think wrong. Mac Jones is super talented, but he's pro ready. I, he's pro ready, and I think the biggest thing about him is like, like, like as a quarterback, like everybody thinks like, oh, air the ball, I'll throw a touchdown. So don't give the ball to the other team. Hey, That's if it. Bill, if Bill likes him. I'm in, man. Yeah, we said this. If no Bill likes shit, it, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Well, Bill liked Dominic yeah. Easley and Nikhil uh, Harry and, <laughs> and, and Sonny Michelle. Cam Newton. And, yeah, and who's that? Who's that? You love Cam Newton, don't you? He's, he's one of my favorite players of all time. I don't but, hate him, but he he's, I don't know sure if he Cam. should be in the NFL. He's like, I'm back! I'm back! Yeah, that was really <laughs> Now you're going to be gone again. Yeah. There's, a couple of, there's a couple of coaches I want to hit real quick. So, Robert Sala, I mean, does he get another go? I think he should get another shot. Another shot? Okay. Yeah. He, he, he's the last one there because I also think he, he should get another shot. And also, I'll, I will keep arguing this until I'm proven wrong. I don't mind the Zach Wilson pick. I oh. don't. I do, I, I'll, I'll keep saying I don't mind the Zach Wilson pick. I think he's super talented. I think the dude has a ton of potential, but he's in an awful situation. I think a guy like Trevor Lawrence can overcome being in a, a bad situation. And my, in all, my opinion, Zach Wilson was put in the worst situation out of all these quarterbacks. Like, yeah, okay. Easily, but I, I, think so. I, um, I think the Jets could have used, like, a Trey Lance or Justin Field, somebody who can yeah, – I sure. mean, they don't have a great offensive line, so it's like – you need somebody who can use their feet, create That's plays, um, get out of the pocket. I'm going to give Zach Wilson. Rush. There's guys who I won't give time, but I, Zach Wilson's one of the people. I want to give Zach Wilson time. If you can get it surrounded by an offensive – I mean, like, if you can have an offensive line, a good quarterback, and a good defense, you can Look, win a lot of he, That games. offensive well, line isn't bad, man. They it's got, not terrible. They got Vera Tucker. They just traded for Tardif, who was a starting guard on the Chiefs for a damn amount of good years. And, like, he's not – He's a little up there, but he's still pretty damn good. Yeah. Okay, you got Makai Becton and you have George Fant. That those are four guys I just named who are good starters, and, pretty, and Becton could be a star. I, yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw a, like a stat that, that um, he had like the mo- um Zach Wilson had like the most like pressures and sacks or something halfway through the season. I think that's yeah, it is injuries. He, I will say, and he, has, well, and he did just get hurt, didn't he? Like he yeah, hurt he his did. knee. Is yeah. he back? He's I, not even back. He, he's, he's back. back. Yeah, he's back. Right? Who? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah, he's back. I, 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 I got to say real quick. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see the the little kid on TikTok who's a Jets fan, and he's just roasting the Jets the entire time? And he's, he's like, super dead serious, but, you know, he's got, like, a like probably a middle schooler's voice. He's like, here the Jets are, um, and here the Jets go. Uh, they're rushing six, <laughs> or they're rushing four. We're blocking six, and three guys end up on Zach. Well, it is the funniest thing. Like, this little middle schooler with a high voice goes for, like, film – on um on the Jets and it's like he's just in so much pain the whole time yeah. and I those were pretty funny. So real quick, Joe Judge needs to fucking go. Oh, Joe that's Judge another one I forgot. Go, yeah. Joe Judge. That's a good one. Joe. Please, please get See Joe Judge out of New York. And you know what? This might not be a good a good name. Actually, either. he can say that because I hate the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Don, Don Martindale. You guys know who that is? No. He's nope. the Ravens defensive coordinator. That's not a bad one for him to go. The way How I long has like, he been there? Oh, we kind of skipped over this really quick. Robert no, Sala gets oh, another year, right? Yes, Robert okay. Sala gets I'm uh, sorry. I wanted to establish. I'd say yeah, too. So, Don Martindale's been there for about two, three years now. And, yes, the defense and that whole entire team has been in shambles this year because of the injuries. But still look at what they've been able to do. They, they have a chance to get the number one seed in the AFC yep. despite losing Marlon Humphrey, a top five corner in the league. And Marcus Peters, a top 10 corner in the league. That's true. A top five and a top 10. Two top 10 corners, and they've still been pretty damn good. I think that they, that defense plays with attitude. They took a guy in college in the first round, Jason Owe. He didn't have a sack his whole entire college career. What did he do in one of his first ever snaps? Gets a strip sack. Yeah. They're developing the shit out of that guy. They got, obviously, Judon left, but they developed him. They made him a big-level name. Okay, they have Patrick Queen, who I think is just getting better and better. I think that, that and they obviously they have a stout guy in Calais Campbell. I think that that team plays with attitude. The Ravens, one thing that we always say about them, they're disciplined. They're always Their very well coached. defense is always great. They Their play defense de- is always team defense good. every They year. play team defense. They are always the mo- one of the most disciplined, well-coached teams in the league. 
and it leads to results. I think bring bring bring, that to New York. I think if you bring that to New York, you get a guy who's not a sexy hire. You get somebody who isn't like, oh my god, this off of the group. But get get rid of Walmart, Bill Belichick, please, please. because that's all Joe Judge is. And like you you've gone on a Thanksgiving Day rant about Joe Judge, but I want to talk about the difference between Joe Judge and Kyle Shanahan real quick because I've been seeing people are like, oh, well, if Joe Judge should get fired. That means that Kyle Shanahan could get fired because they're both underwhelming when they have you know this they're amount of talent. Absolutely not. Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. Here's the difference I would say between and this is the the thing that people you know confuse with coaches. You can not have a good record, be a good coach, and it's all due to identity. You have I think that's what makes a good coach a great coach is when you have an identity and it's consistent. When you consistently go, okay, this is our team. This is what we're about. This is what we do. Joe Judge tries to do that, but he picks and chooses when he wants to do it. Where you have a guy like Kyle Shanahan, it's like, okay, what we do, it's play action, it's you know, motion every motion, single play. It's go, it's go to the tight end, it's run the ball, it's run power football. Yeah, we don't have Raheem Mostert, and we're we have Jeff Wilson. Doesn't matter. We're running the football. We don't have George Kittle. Doesn't matter. Next man. We up. have Robert Zwelly. Exactly, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Stuff like that is consistent. And yeah, w- did they lose a lot of games because they were missing pieces in the beginning of the season? Yes, they, for sure they lost games. But now they have pieces back. You still have that culture. And you're, you know, you're winning. It's exactly why I love the Chargers head coach right now too. I forget Staley. his name. Brandon yes, Staley. He, his he was, identity. He was the, he's, he was I the, like the Chargers are good. Yeah, Justin he was, Herbert's amazing. He was well, his, the his identity. Coordinator of the Rams yeah. last year. I agree. Well, because his identity is okay. We have Justin Herbert and we have Mike Williams and we have Keenan Allen. We have Austin. We're going for it on fourth and short. We're going for it, yeah. and he's consistent about it. He doesn't back away from it. If it's fourth and one, and you know it's. A big drive. It's fourth and eight versus the Kansas City Chiefs. They're going for it with like three minutes left. So like that is his identity. I will say he proved me completely wrong. Brandon Staley did because the way I looked at it, I go, yes, obviously a great defensive mind, somebody who will help any team out. But man, Justin Herbert has a chance to be special, and yeah. I think that he's proving that he is a very damn good quarterback this year. He could be the most why... complete guy in the league. Yeah, yeah he could accuracy, be the best arm strength, mobility. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. he's better than Mahomes right now. As far, as I, he's far having as a better season, season yes. than Mahomes, yes. So, yeah. And the, the Mahomes, reason, I think, is starting to pick it back up, right? They just won a couple in a row. Yeah, I mean, they demolished Denver, okay? But, but honestly, their defense is they relied, No, Kansas City's defense, the last couple weeks... They've been winning them been games. Okay. And the run game, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire really has stepped it up. No, their offense will always be good. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, I was I was wrong about Clyde, too. I'm like, he sucks. They, they are like, he's five foot five, five foot six, and they're running power football with yeah. Clyde Edwards Alaire. And Gino like, loves that stuff. Oh, no, <laughs> you you say that Jake would be like just handing the ball off every time. He <laughs> would, he <laughs> would. Yeah, D Murph. Oh, yeah, counter power. Counter <laughs> <Nice> power. <laughs> stretch. But, dude, all literally, HB stretch, HB dive, HB yeah. power. Dude, that's it. That's all you need. It's all Jake. We saw it last week. You right? shoot that goddamn B gap like your life depends on it. <laughs> Absolutely. Full steam. So what do you think? What do you think about Don Martindale to the Giants? You think that's a good one? I think yeah, that's a good one. I mean, you know, do you know I always say you're a guy who does a really good job of explaining stuff. Thank and you. I, I, I agree with with that hire. I didn't even know you know a lot about that, but I, I, I most of all I'm glad that you guys like like the Todd Bowles to the Seahawks one. Yeah, I, most I, I agree all, with that. Because like, I think no, they, Todd Bowles is what I feel like it was almost unfair. <laughs> yeah, like to get such a bad dog shit roster. What at what point? Who was their team? Like quarterback Christian Hackenberg or like Bryce Petty? First of all, like awful, awful. And if you get a team like that and Quincy Anun was your best wide receiver, like and no disrespect, but like, come on, like how do you get yeah. fired? And Jason Morrow and Austin Safarian Jenkins are your tight end. <laughs> like come on, man. I, I guess uh, to do one last kind of coach right here. Who you know this is kind of up in the air because I literally I have. No idea. Who should the Raiders go for at coach? This is one I actually didn't think of. It's, I tried yeah. to. It's hard. It's, Steve it's a... Belichick. Steve Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Just doing the face. Yeah. Damn. I mean, I don't like. I don't know. I have no. I literally have no so idea. So serious question, right? Like, do you guys think that Josh McDaniels should deserves a head coaching? Job? No. After no. what he did with Indy, no. I think. So you just think he's a coordinator for life? Until Bill Belichick retires, then he's going to be our head coach. You think so? Yeah. I personally think that after that's what get, he that did should to scare Indy, the shit out of the league. By the way, the fact that we have Brady and Belichick, and in twenty like thirty, we're gonna have McDaniel's and Mac Jones. Like it's that's scary. I man. just hope that. Well, I, I feel like with Josh McDaniel's, if he doesn't 
you know, preach the same thing as Belichick, it could slip away. Well, he's a different guy, but I think that, you know, McDaniel seems like he's more of a, you know, fun dude, which, I mean, anyone compared to Belichick is usually more of <laughs> yeah, a yeah. fun dude. But I, I think he still has that kind of, you know, the next man up type of mentality. But I think McDaniels likes to do some more crazy shit. Like, I think towards the end of those Tom Brady's years, it was like, yeah, let's get A.B., let's get all these people, let's, all, let's do all of it. And I we'll probably see more of that in the future, I think. I personally just don't see how he can be trusted after what he did in Indy. Yeah. Leaving him the last second. But I don't know uh, who John Quarterman is, but get the hell out of here. And I would okay. be, I would definitely be you in Madden. I don't care who you are. I would, I would be, yeah, I would be you in Madden every single time. And Conti and Nick fan page, whoever the hell is making that, too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna comment on that. Yeah. But that was pretty funny. I agree. I agree. I don't even know what the hell we were talking about. No, at that I don't point, even know. That was like forty minutes ago. We got but the Willie knows? Nick picks. Uh, you know what? We'll we'll leave the the Willie Nick picks for today, and I, I will post them on Instagram. I I will do that. That's but, uh, damn. I can't think of who for the Raiders, man. Can you it's think hard. Of anything? Yeah. It's hard. No. I mean, well, who knows? Damn. Maybe maybe Zimmer gets another chance. I, I don't know. I mean, does Urban Meyer go there? Like, I mean, he he matches the energy of what's happening. Or maybe maybe, maybe, he'll really lose it out there. Or or the Dallas defense has turned it around. Maybe Dan Quinn goes and gets another chance. No, Jason Garrett. (laughs) I like. I don't know who gets that job. Maybe Jerry Jones. Jones. (laughs) Jason Garrett's um, offensive coordinator, right? And Dak Prescott's fucking shitting the bed. No, he's the Giants OC. Oh, Giants yeah, OC. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he was the coach at the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, he was the head coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the head coach there. Dude. But, I mean, the Giants are awful, too. That's so. Oh, man. I don't know if you saw that. Daniel Jones is the worst pick I've seen in the last 10 years. I actually think that uh, I was a huge, huge advocate of Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. I was so pissed when they drafted Daniel Jones. This was, like, pre-Conti and Nick. This was pre-knowing Willie Nick. So, I'm like. <laughs> you think Dwayne Haskins deserves another chance? No. I think he deserves no. a shot. He deserves a shot to compete. If Cam for the Newton deserves another chance, how does Dwayne Haskins not? Exactly. He deserves sure. a chance to compete for the starting job in Pittsburgh. Because that's where he is. He's in Pittsburgh now. Oh, he is. Yeah, he yeah. signed up with Pittsburgh at the beginning of the year. Dude, anything and he was like Big Ben. He really point, could. Man. He really like, could take that over, though, I feel like. Because he he's almost like a Big Ben quarterback. Yeah, and if and like you said, Will, like, unless somebody really emerges, yeah. they don't really have. Which is not looking like Yeah, they don't really have dude, like a top if, 10. If you wanted a quarterback, you needed to pick it last year. Yeah. You speaking needed of quarterbacks, to. Yeah, speaking of quarterbacks, Tom. Shouldn't you be uh, throwing the ball? <laughs> Get that arm working, kid. Get that arm working. Look, uh, you know, I, I think we're, we're coming to the end here. So, I mean, I just want to say, you know, thank you to – there was a lot of people in the chat today. We always appreciate that. You know, we always love having people here. Make sure you follow us on uh, on Instagram, at Conti and Nick, TikTok at Conti and Nick. This is, we, an, uh, this is an unfamiliar – Oh, yeah, you're, you're going to love you listen, this. Do you listen to the very end of our streams, like kind of from beginning to end? Um, did you hear what we scream at the end? No, I don't hear the end. Oh, this is going to be fun. I mean, yeah, so thank you everyone <laughs> watching. And, I mean, I think, you know, if the Raiders really want a, a good head coach, they should uh, be looking at my man, John, John Bro. Bro. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>